0: Here's Tessie New. Goes to Corey Oates for the corner. And he'll
1: get there. Corey Oates opens the scoring tonight
0: for the Broncos. Welcome to, mate. This is the first official podcast back. Yeah. So welcome, mate. Yeah, no, great to be here, Sam. Should be a great season for the Broncos. Oh, what a fit. Still going. Your Tony will score. A remarkable Broncos
2: try. He's back. I want to feel the heat with
0: somebody. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) rather have uh, feet for hands or hands for feet <laughs> now it's a dummy to five day and then it's gone to Perry gone to big 7 to oh look out here he comes but before we start i actually do have to apologize i think i, I know, know what this is. is you know what it is yeah i think so yeah so you got to wave it too i, I did get away with it well what defense by the bronco
3: ah oh, was it what
0: Welcome back to the Brisbane Broncos podcast. What episode are we up to now, producer Shad? I have no idea. Um, Episode
3: six, Sammy. Episode six.
0: Oh, six. You know what I should have looked at? I should have looked at we're in round six. So that means we're in (laughs) episode six. You're slowly Ah, getting
3: it. You're slowly getting it, mate. Uh, Look, we're coming into round six. Look, off a loss, but a lot of positive things to take out of uh, from what happened to the Broncos on the weekend against the Roosters. And rather than wasting any time, because we've got two massive guests on the pod today, Corey Oates and Lauren Brown are going to be on the show. Uh, Let's get straight into what happened last week, Sammy, and hear your thoughts on it.
0: Yeah, let's not muck around. Uh, It was a different attitude uh, for had Brisbane Broncos against the Roosters on the weekend, just gone. Uh, it was very similar to the way they played in the first two rounds of the season. Yeah, we slipped up in round three and round four. Probably slipped in some old habits, but uh, it was really good to see the Broncos uh, back to the way they were playing at the start of the season, and I was uh, pretty impressed and pretty happy, but also a little bit disappointed. It was a game that we should have closed out, and it would have been a great leg up and, and a real confidence booster for us as well.
3: Yeah, what do you take away from games like that? Um, obviously, you know, some of the post game interviews with Turpin and that, they were really disappointed, quite devastated, but um, I think it might have been Stags that put it well. He said there was a lot of positives to take away from that game, I and mean, the Roosters were flying. High.
0: Well, they came with the energy and an effort. Uh, they, they were willing to show up for one another. And I think where we end up losing that game is we just haven't got that um, that killer instinct yet to close out a match. And that, that will come. Uh, and then hopefully um, with those energy and effort areas, so you kick chase, you kick pressure, um, those small, small things, they kind of build up and accumulate throughout a game. And you end up uh, just... Uh, getting over the top of a team towards the end of the match. And I think we kind of, well, there's probably a little bit of a turning point. There was an offside penalty a little bit late in the game where we gave the Roosters a leg up and a chance and opportunity to get out of their end easy, where for most of the night, we were on top, uh, we were defending really, really well. Our line speed was there, our aggression uh, with our tackles was there, and even our aggression with our running. So um, we're still building. It's it's very hard. Um hard you gotta think we still have won two games. Um we we lost two games uh, fairly significantly, but that was some great signs against the Roosters and a and, and a, a chance to grow and develop into this game coming up against the Penrith Panthers who like you said, are undefeated and flying high
3: themselves. Yeah, and we are still a bit under strength as well. Still missing a few guys sitting on the sidelines, especially after the Warriors game, a few injuries as well. And a few players are carrying some, like your man Corey Oates, who is going to be on the podcast later today uh, to to talk a bit bit of things about what's going on in Corey's life. But before we get into all that, we have to get into our very special guest uh, for the podcast. First one, Players Player in the NRLW Player Awards this week. Lauren Brown joins the
2: podcast up next. Los Brown. Stem
0: Welcome to the Brisbane Broncos podcast.
2: Thank you. Very excited.
0: Are you? Yes. Are you nervous?
2: A little bit actually. A little bit nervous. Yeah. Nerves are good, right? Yeah,
0: nerves are always good. We had a couple of your teammates on just recently too, uh, Millie Boyle and Tamika Upton. Um, what do you reckon they said about
2: you? Oh... I don't know. Probably nothing good. We live together, so yeah. they probably uh, threw me under the bus with a couple of things. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah. I don't nah. know. Can you give me any? Nah, any
0: you'll, you'll have to listen to the podcast. Oh, Subscribe, okay. uh, like, make sure you turn your notifications on. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I've got a little game to start off with, a bit of fun. Uh, it's called 10 in the Bin. Um I just need three numbers from you. I've got some corresponding uh, questions to yep. those numbers. Okay, I'll ask you them, and they're little icebreakers to so just get us into the podcast. So Lovely. if you can give me three numbers, three numbers between uh, one and ten, and we'll go from there.
2: Between 1 and ten. Let's go.
0: Six, seven, eight. Oh, six, Ooh, My, My blood's good, good and baby. <laughs> baby. See, get to me. Six, seven, eight. Okay. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, what is your favourite quote from TV or movie?
2: That is a very tough one. Yeah. (laughs) I've got Forrest Gump for my head and I don't know why. Yeah, that's alright. Life is like Like a box box of chocolates. Yeah. Never know what you're gonna get.
0: And you know how true that is. Very true. And that
2: accent was horrible. Yeah. So if we can just mute that out and just put Forrest over the top. No,
0: no, we'll probably um, put that on repeat over and over again. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah.
2: Awesome. So when we play the podcast in the car. Y-
0: yes, exactly. Yeah. You'll know. Hi, yeah. oh, girls. I said this thing. And yeah, have yeah. a listen to it yeah. anyway. Yeah, it's really good. Um, what is your uh, favourite holiday destination?
1: Oh,
2: it's got to be Japan. Oh, yeah. yes. It's my favourite country, hands down. Yeah. Um, snow season there. Yep. It's epic. I've only been Beautiful once. Country.
0: Um, And I went uh in snow season went skiing with jonathan thurston actually
2: how'd that go and
0: we got spotted in japan (laughs) like randomly like everywhere we went it doesn't help that his laugh is like well known and i stand out like yeah well you work with dogs you know what i stand out like yeah so
2: thought you'd fit right in over there
0: yeah yeah, i look like a local yeah yeah No, Um,
2: beautiful country.
0: I love Japan too. I can't wait to get back to Japan actually. Uh, Here's a bit of a fun one. What song gets you on the dance floor?
2: So if I'm actually going to get dragged to the dance floor, it would be, oh gosh, the car's going to hate me, but it's going to be Akon. Yeah. I Want to Love You.
0: (laughs) Yeah. See, I, like, I hummed it because I forgot yeah, the words, and I didn't yeah, want to like say the wrong thing. Some things. of
2: the words are probably not. Yeah, there's allowed. kids that listen
0: to this as well, so. Sorry, I actually
2: had to change the title there. Yeah. But um. Yeah. That one kind
0: of. I like that song. Yeah. Now, you've had a bit of a, a fantastic journey actually to get to the Brisbane Broncos. Um, you played soccer for the Raw, correct? Yeah. Uh, you played uh, rugby union for Australia, and now you're playing rugby league for the NRLW team here at the Brisbane Broncos. How amazing is that? It's it's better than Ash Barty. Ash Barty could only do cricket and tennis. She might be playing golf soon but like you've topped her. You got 3. Yeah. Professional well, Our, our coach
2: is talking to Ash too, so maybe she'll come to Broncos. There and, you go. You know, that is made Start up. the rumour
0: <laughs> right there. Ash Barty signs for the Brisbane yeah. Broncos for the 2023 20, season.
2: Yeah, I just passed her on the way, actually. She was just trying to... How's do she going,
0: though? Form. Yeah, she's she going good? Yeah, 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 she's awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not even on the same level as Ash, but it's been an incredible journey into league. Like, league's always what I wanted to play growing up watching everyone it's like I was like that's what I want to do but knowing that I had to stop when I was 12 um mum and dad were like just break a poor little heart so I just kept playing touch footy um and soccer at the same time then that kind of got to a point where I had to pick um they both kind of got serious so I chose soccer um as it was more of a pathway I guess um Good so, choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. So then I um, was lucky enough to I played a couple games with Raw, um, just when I was young, signed on a little injury contract, and then um, I played for the Newcastle Jets the next season, got a full season in there. Yeah. Um, and then came back and was like, okay, soccer's not paying the bills. Yep. <laughs> at all, I'm in debt, so I went back and went to uni, um, finished my degree, and then rugby sevens kind of came about. Um, through some old touch friends. They're like, hey, um, come give sevens a go. Yeah, like you would love it. So I was like, yeah, why not? So I um, went to my first training. It was like a trial at the Reds there and um, loved it ever since, just tackling and just it was the closest thing I'd had to league um, ever. So I loved it and then just kind of pursued that for a little bit. was lucky enough to make it through, Um, got development contract with the Aussie sevens and then that led to a full-time contract for a couple years so i lived in sydney doing that full time which was an incredible experience yeah and then um that ended my contract there ended i moved home during COVID when everything was a bit messy and um then i was like you know it's a perfect chance to kind of have a crack at league let's give it a go yeah so i went down to my local club early bears um my pop and dad played there as well so it was kind of cool to Wear the same jersey as them there. How um, was that?
0: You had a pretty stacked team down there actually at Burley Bears, didn't you?
2: Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it was pretty damn good.
2: Yeah, awesome bunch of girls.
0: Yeah. Apparently, this the, I heard on the grapevine that mm. you fulfilled a dream, playing on Suncorp Stadium, wearing a Broncos jersey. How pretty was that unreal. for you? Pretty unreal.
2: Honestly... Just the whole week leading up to it, even just seeing it on the calendar, I was like, God, oh, make the team, make the team. <laughs>
0: don't get injured, make the team, yeah. don't get COVID. Avoid COVID. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Stay away from Tamika. <laughs>
2: <then>. <laughs> Honestly, our house is riddled with yeah. it. I had to move out for a week. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, I was just, it was like a pinch yourself moment. I actually couldn't believe it, like the amount of times I've seen you guys, seen the men's play um, at Suncorp and to think that that could be me one day running out in a Bronx jersey. Um, the same crowd was pretty unreal. Would yeah. you
0: say you're a Bronx fan?
2: Hundred. Yeah. Like from when I was two, I've loved the Broncos ever since. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, now you, I want to talk about your kicking skills and listening to your story, I can see where your kicking skills come from. We had Millie Boyle and Tamika Upton on, and they said uh, that in the household you're the like the OCD one. <laughs> you write all the labels on the food and yeah. you put everything away nice and neatly. <laughs> but it makes sense now. When I see you do your goal kicking, because it's all about process, isn't it?
2: Yeah, 100%. I um am quite OCD at home. Just It's not even a chore anymore. I just like cleaning, organising the cupboard, writing on the jars, you know, just yeah. helps everyone out. Make sure, hey, they're the roasted almonds, not the raw almonds. Oh, like,
0: yeah, you need that. Honestly. And then, like You have the roasted, the raw, you have the activated, yeah. you have the peeled. <laughs> The
2: sugars, you don't want to put the wrong sugar in. Oh, no, no. It just wrecks your morning. It does,
0: it does. Just,
2: you know, trying to save the day.
0: See, you're you're a (laughs) lifesaver. See, you are.
2: That or a loser, I don't know.
0: (laughs) No, I I think being organized is great. I've got two young daughters. I'm trying to get them to be, just to put your school shoes away. Jeez (laughs) Louise. One
2: job, kids, come on.
0: It's a task and a half. Um, Hopefully, at some point in time, they uh, become neat freaks like you. That'd be good. (laughs) Gracie, Elsie, if you're listening, yeah. I'll make you listen in the car. <laughs>
2: school pickups.
0: School pickups. No, nah, well, I live across the road from the school, so... Sorry. No. Um, shout. I just bumped the table. I live across the road from the school, so I, there's no school pickups really. Just walk walk over. Boom
2: box on the shoulder.
0: Boom. See? You're a thinker. <laughs> I like that. I definitely like that. Um, NRW this season for you, how has it been? What have you enjoyed the most about it?
2: Uh, it's been incredible. Um I've loved that there's been a few like three new teams yeah. and just showing that um some girls there was a bit of movement in the off season with girls going to different it. clubs yeah. yeah
0: I think what uh Broncos lost about 50% of our players yeah yep. yeah
2: yeah so it was um it was really interesting to just see where people have gone and kind of what teams will produce um but it's just been really exciting having more games um and yeah so just just like being back playing footy to be honest it's been that long of a wait yeah um bit of a
0: weird season for you too because this like essentially is 2021 season yeah four years and you've got another season at the end of the year do you know if you've got a contract yet for the end of the year? Uh,
2: no, I don't know yet, but Kelvin, if you're listening Kelvin to this Kelvin loves one. the show. Kelvin, uh,
0: <laughs> uh, he, we've had him on just recently as well, loves the show. Uh, he subscribes uh, and awesome. listens all the time.
2: Avid listener.
0: Loves it. Uh, loves 10 in the bin. And he also loves, uh, we've got another little fun game as well called Sam's Simple Quiz. He loves that. He gets all the questions right. Oh, Perfect.
2: Well, yeah.
0: Um, Thank you very much for joining us on the podcast.
2: Thank you for having me. I've
0: had a a fantastic time. Enjoyed the chat. And we'll have to get you back on.
2: Sounds great. Thank you so much. Thank
0: you. (laughs) It was great to catch up with Loz here on the podcast. Uh, It's been great trying to get some of our NRLW uh, girls on the podcast. Uh, And it was really good to hear some of their stories as well. I had no idea that Loz was a Broncos fan as a young girl. And she fulfilled a dream, essentially, running out on Suncorp Stadium. So for you young girls out there that dream and aspire to run out onto Suncorp, there's some genuine pathways now. So uh, don't give up that dream or hope. That you'll, uh, that you'll run out on the Suncorp Stadium.
3: Do you remember when you got to run out as a Bronco for the first time, Sam?
0: Oh, mate, very, very nervous. Um, maybe a little bit of wee came out, but um, <laughs> that's all good. That's why you wear uh, your budgie smugglers because uh, they can absorb a bit of the moisture. But uh, it was a, a, a dream come true for myself. And it probably happened a little bit quicker than I thought it was going to. Um, it happened in my first year at the club and I was only... I was literally 18 and one month old and uh, I was one of the youngest forwards at that time to run out for the Brisbane Broncos and uh, once I ran out in that field one time, I knew I wanted to do it as many times as possible and uh, yeah, I was I was definitely one of the
3: lucky ones. This young
1: bloke, I won't say he was crushed by the Cowboys, but he didn't attract a great deal of attention. I think he's the next Gordon Teller, some people up here in Brisbane, one of the youngest forwards ever to be graded by the club. Do
3: you remember the uh, game at all? Do you remember what the game was like? Yeah, we got pumped. Uh, yeah, we got
0: pumped by the Bulldogs. Uh, my first run, I got absolutely leveled by Marco Mili. He just laid me out. Uh, but, you know, I fought in the in the wrestle, and I ended up getting a penalty. We kick for touch, and being a young kid, pumped, we kicked for touch, and then I said, I'll take the tap. So uh, they've tapped it and given me the ball. I ran straight at uh, Marco Mili again. Same thing happened. So I didn't learn my lesson. Didn't learn my lesson. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, let's get into some of the Broncos news up next on the Broncos podcast.
0: Broncos news. Broncos news. Broncos news.
3: Well, we just spoke, uh, obviously, with Lauren Brown, who won Players Player at the NRLW Awards this week. So we might as well give a shout-out to the other big award winners, uh, the Code dally M Player of the Year, Millie Boyle, also winning Broncos NRLW Player of the Year. Uh, At the gala as well. How crazy are the stats for Millie Boyle here, Sam? Averaging 18 hit-ups per game, uh, 14 tackle busts, three tries over the five games that she played this year. How insane are these numbers?
0: Yeah, her stats are actually better than some of my stats when I played. (laughs) Um, If you can remember, I I played a game once and my worst ever stat was one run for one metre. Yeah, so it wasn't that wasn't a good day for me. So it, it shows how hard these girls play. They are absolutely fantastic. They put their bodies on the line just as much as uh, our men do. So uh, a round of applause. Well done to Millie Ball. She's had a fantastic season. It was a little bit sad and upsetting not to see them in that NRLW grand final. But who would have thought the Roosters would win? I think. Man. Yeah. I thought the Dragons were, were going to beat him in that NRL uh, NRLW grand final, but. That's all good. We'll, uh, we've we got another chance at the end of the year, which is the beautiful thing about this year for, for our NRLW girls.
3: Yeah, two seasons in one. Uh, Emily Bass, the uh, rookie winger, got rookie of the year for the Broncos as well. But the big number four, Sinead Shisalka. I, I hate stuffing up names. Yeah. She, <laughs> she got back of the year and play of the year, if you remember this one, against the Knights that went through quite a few set of hands. Amber Hall, offload. Matic, it's a pass away to Sisalka, here we go! Tamika Upton,
0: to oh, oh. Salka—that's beautiful stuff from Brisbane. Yeah, she was absolutely brilliant this year. Um, she was one of our best players. I reckon she would have been uh, clipping at the heels of Millie for Player of the Year. She had a great little combination there with Tamika Upton as well. Uh, they set each other up for a couple of tries here and there, and um, she'll uh, she'll feature, I think, for Queensland this year uh, in the women's uh, state of origin, and I- I'm sure that. Uh, Kelvin will be trying to get her back to play in the this season at the end of the year for sure.
3: Yeah. Now comes all the vultures from around the NRLW to pick apart the Broncos as they do at the end of every exactly. season. They
0: do it. They do it all the time. They do it all the time, but we still, we've got some good standards here with our NRLW girls and, uh, you know, I think that's why clubs want to steal and poach them.
3: Uh, let's turn our attention to the men's game this Friday against the undefeated Panthers. It's going to be a big ass uh, especially on the back of the integrity unit, uh, pre- bringing their decision that Payne Haas and Albert Kelly will not be considered for this week's game. So a few changes to the side. Palacia uh, will be coming into the squad as well. And Jensen... Uh, coming into the Broncos' side up against the Panthers, what are our thoughts on the team, Sam? Yeah,
0: it's a it's a tough task there for Corey Jensen uh, going up against uh, a, a massive front rower in um, in James Fisher-Harris for the Penrith Panthers. It, it's going to be hard for us over the next few weeks anyway. Um, no Tom Flegler, uh, no Patrick Carrigan, uh, and this week with no Payne Haas, the the forward stocks are a little bit low. But in in that case, Corey Jensen goes in the starting team. You've get, uh you've got Uh, Reese, the rooster Kennedy coming onto the bench Uh, he'll be a good inclusion as well he's a big body Uh, he runs hard Uh, he puts in a lot of hard work there as well it it just means that uh, other guys have to stand up and I think you know the beauty of uh, some of those guys that are on our bench as well Ryan James comes with a lot of experience we have to be on our game against the Penrith Panthers and you know what we've uh, we've showed them in the past that we can the last two games have been fairly close, to be honest. We we should have beat them uh, this time uh, last year. We we went down uh, 20 to 12, and the last time we actually met them, it was 18-12. So, yeah, we're we we're, we're there or thereabouts, and. You know, we showed last week that we can uh, mix it and match it with some of the best teams in the NRL, uh, having a great performance against the the Roosters. Hopefully this week uh, we can go one better and come home with those two points. What
3: are your thoughts on the, uh, it's been a bit of talk this week in camp and in the media as well about the battle for the number nine at the Broncos at the moment. How do you see that playing out right now?
0: Well, I'm going to throw another spanner in the works, to be honest, right here, right now is... I saw Billy Walters jump into dummy half a couple of times on the weekend and, and he oh. jumped out of dummy half and he looked really good in that position. you got to think too, he was down at the Melbourne Storm underneath a, a, a Cameron Smith and a Harry Grant and a Brandon Smith. So <laughs> he's learnt from three great number nines right there, then went over to the West Tigers uh, and Robbie Farrow was there or thereabouts so in and around the training facility, so... There's another nine you can chuck into the mix. You've got Corey Pakes, who's an absolutely brilliant young player uh, and a young developing player as well. He's fast out of dummy half. He's got good service. And then you've got our our number nine at the moment in uh, Jake Turpin, who's just a tackling machine. He's tough as nails, you know. I, I'll even put my hand up too if I have to make a comeback in that number nine position. I'll give it a crack, like I mate, said. Mate, you I'm...
3: just worry. You just worry about trying to return to park footing on the weekend. Mate. You yeah, just, exactly. You're putting enough out there. Already come out of retirement.
0: My Hemis a sore. <laughs>
3: Enough chat about the news, though. It's time to get the man that has, to be honest, copped it a bit on this podcast over the last couple of weeks. He goes by many names, and I'm sure we'll cover a few of them. It's the big galloping winger for the Broncos. Corey Oates is on the podcast next.
0: Corey Oates, hey. welcome to the Brisbane Broncos podcast, mate. Yeah, you going? Yeah, going good, thanks, mate. How you going? Yeah,
1: it's a bit like a coffee chat the
0: other day. Uh, I don't even know if I need to do a warm-up with you because you you can speak really well. I've done a warm-up with a lot of the other people I've had on the podcast. It's called 10 in the bin.
1: I'm tired. Yeah.
0: I'm even thinking of considering changing the name of 10 in the bin to uh, Flegler. Flegler. Yeah. yeah, Flegler.
1: Nice. Yeah. Four reports.
0: Yes. Uh, He's got his own uh, special chair now on the sideline. He just brings every game.
1: It's got to be a record.
0: I, th- I think it might be a record. It's not a record that you want to It's not hold. one you want to hold, oh, no. no. Oh,
1: well, you know, if you're going to have one, most may as well have something.
0: Now, um, Oatsy, Gary, you are a man with a thousand nicknames. What are some of those nicknames?
1: Well, Gary was a weird one. That's yeah, where did Gary come from? Cause I, I, Everyone thinks there's a mad story behind it. There's not. It's just like Digger, Dale copy, Yeah. I remember when this, it was the, I used to love this road trip we used to do for- Oh, the, right, the Western- the one we used we used to go to all the community schools and do yeah. some promos all day. We'd yes. leave it like seven in the morning, and then get to Gimpy at you know in, in the afternoon sometime. And um, so we used to go like all through the you know, communities like Mergen and all that, and Cherbourg yeah. um, and all that. And I I used to love it. It was a great day, and I wish the Broncos would bring it back because it was yeah one of the things I look forward to every year. And I went on four of them in a row. So yeah, obviously I've done a good job. <laughs> and um, we went to the Gimpy. Uh, uh, I think it was A-grade, the football game. Yep. And watched the, uh, I don't know who they were versing. Um, and the the announcer over the mic on the on the field that day like just threw out all these random names for, for the boys that were there. Yeah. And it was like David Hallalua, like Dale Copley was not even Dale Copley, it was just some random name. Yeah. And then I, my, mine was Gary Oatsenbrand. Gary Oatsenbrand. Yeah. And yeah. Diggie just said, I'm going to make that stick. He said, I like Gary for you. Yeah. And I, that that dead set, that's the story. And Gary like, stuck. He just never stopped that whole way because we stayed that night. Um, and then the bus trip back, just Gary, Gary, yeah, Gary. And then Reedy jumped on board and and the rest and Dave and David. Oh man. And then Giraffe started calling me meow because he thought it was Gary off um, Spongebob. Oh yeah. The snail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, meow. Um, and that one, yeah, that was one of them. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Oatsy, um, uh, lean into him. <laughs> lean into him, <them>, Gary. <laughs> you, you call me that. Lean yeah. into him. Lean into him. But yeah, Gary's the one that people think is a mad story behind it. But yeah, what really about really um, not.
3: what about treadmill? That was one that was oh, thrown
1: around. Yeah, Patty. Patty <laughs> called you
3: treadmill.
0: So he said when you're in the open field, you're you he, just look like you run on a treadmill.
1: Has he been in the open field before? <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think Patty has. So I think you know. He's got to get on the treadmill first. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> on the sideline <laughs> at the moment, mate. You can't be throwing stones. <laughs> oh, man, I was gassed. You see all the run i done before that run? Yeah, yeah. I did a lot, thanks. Even Dubs, Dubs sprayed me, he said, on the TV. He was spraying me. And then he said when he watched the replay that I'd done a lot of work to actually get to that point in the first place. Yeah. I said, I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I felt.
0: You got run down by a front row.
1: No, it was no, a fast man on the field, but they Are were catching should. me. <laughs> they weren't far behind, I'll, I'll be honest. When, when I seen it was him um, chasing me, I can't even say his name because hard to pronounce. Yeah. And um, I just turned around and took, yeah, just surrendered. Yeah, nothing wrong with surrender, <laughs> no mate. No point in trying to make an extra two metres. And meters. you know
0: you know what the best thing is? You surrender, you get a quick play the ball. See, it's yeah, all good. that's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, and hope you got some support there. Um, yeah, there now, good. I want to talk to you about uh, some of your uh, off-field uh things that you like to enjoy away from rugby league now Lots. you like throwing flicking a flu, a few lures 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 and you like
1: uh, drowning Drown. a bit of bait you're, yeah, you're yeah.
0: a fisherman but you haven't been out for a while mate 3 years why
1: monty's 3 years yeah, and you had a kid how old is She's 3 years old and 7 days or something and that's how long it's been since i've been fishing
0: now you you literally <laughs> put an extension on your house so you could fit your boat
1: i wanted a boat yeah i built a shed for my boat and there's no boat. Yeah. And now you've even brought... I need a boat. You've brought
0: acreage so you could fit I wanted, yeah. a bigger boat. I've
1: done all this yeah.
0: to buy a boat,
1: to put in my shed yep. on my little acreage farm I've got. No cows yet, but I'm going to sneak some in. And Is um you have miniature cows? No, I want to get a pony. You want to get a pony? Yeah, I want to get a pony for Monty. Yeah. I'd said to Tegan, "If I rock up with a horse float and a horse one day, you can't really take it back. No, nah, you can't. There's no nah. return to sender. And she doesn't even know if I'm building yards down the back. She never looks that far. So yeah, could just really sneak one in.
0: Well, do it. Just get a bigger boat. Um, when are we going out in this boat? Let's let's try and. Well, need to get a boat.
1: Trip. I'd love to get a boat, and then we'll go out fishing because I have got like ten rods just sitting at home. So you, <laughs> just sitting there, you're literally. I just got... keep oiling them up so they don't rust. All the gear, no <laughs> idea. Yeah, well, that's why I've over had a. New boat or a fishing show, I'd just call it Drown and Bait. Drown and Bait with a mate. Mm. We can do that. We can pitch that to Channel 9 yeah, if you want. Yeah, Drown and Bait because I can't catch fish. Yeah. Well, I can.
0: But... G'day. Welcome back to Drown and Bait with a Mate. Sam Thider here with Corey Oates it's now. Be seven hours. Corey, doing... what are we
1: doing? Not much. <laughs> just drown some bait and pulling it back up and rejigging.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's talk footy. Yeah, uh, footy. Now, we, we take on the Penrith Panthers without three of our big middles. You've got. Uh, uh, Paddy Carrigan on the sideline, Tom Flegg on the sideline, Payne Huss on the sideline. It's an uphill battle for yourself. It's going to be tough. <laughs> you, there's a lot more carries for Gary. I will definitely be yelling at the TV going,
1: lean into him!" I'll be yelling at someone else. <laughs> Help! Nah, oh, yeah, it's going to it's going to be a tough game, you know, with them or without them. You know, Penrith, I think, you know, they've been a really top side for the last two years. You know, this year they've just started... Even better, you know. I didn't think they could get any better, but again, this year they've just showed what they can do. You know, even without Cleary, um, they uh, yeah, they've just got a, that mentality to just win, and um, it's a great one to have. And it doesn't matter who they've got missing in their side, they're always just going to show up, and it's going to be a competition all the way to the 80th minute. So um, yeah, we're going to have a pretty pretty tough uh, uh, challenge, but look, yeah, look, I'm I'm always confident we can. We can beat any team when, when we're playing well. You know, we just gotta have that same mentality as them. You know, get through our sets, do our job, you know, be be confident and back ourselves. I think that's a big thing that we're lacking a little bit. It was just a bit, you know, a bit of confidence and um not realising that you know, we have got the team here to to beat all everyone else, you know. We've got the leadership, we've got, you know, the half back can steer us around, we've got, yep. you know, Katewell and you know, we've still got plenty of big middle forwards that can hit us up and get us out of our end and and do yeah. all that. So, um, yeah, I just want everyone to have the same confidence I do in the, in the team for this year. You know, I'm really confident. I feel great about this year, and and you know, if we can do that, we'll we'll definitely challenge every team. Yeah, rugby league's a very simple game. We overcomplicate it sometimes, yeah.
0: uh, massively. Now, uh, something that's weird as rugby league players, you never keep count, and you never know what's kind of going on until someone tells you, but. You scored your 100th try this year yeah. uh, in round two it was against the the Bulldogs. Did you have any idea that you were on 99 tries?
1: Yeah, oh, well, yeah, during the week I did. Everyone just kept reminding me. But obviously you don't keep counting. Well, I don't, I don't. I never look at any of that sort of stuff. But, yeah, it's pretty remarkable. Um, just how good those years were mate it's
0: good because uh, I'll let you know I scored uh, 45 tries over four teams uh, over 350 plus (laughs) games so pretty good score 100 mate well I played a few back row games in there too just quietly actually everyone keeps
1: forgetting my first few years I wasn't really like I played wing I went centre centre wing for that first 10 he games.
0: a little bit of a utility with ability then, there for a while because you came off the bench and 18 back months, row. Yeah. 18
1: months I played off the bench, back row, middle yeah. with Jillo. Remember, me and Jillo used to play next to each other. Yeah. And everyone <laughs> forgets that. Everyone used to laugh because we
0: had yourself and Jillo on the bench and we used to put you in the middle of the field. The two smallest forwards ever, but it yeah. worked for us.
1: For yeah, a well, long. that's what I mean. I used to say, well, I would, like, that's what... The 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 plan was me and him just work together and play next to each other. I wouldn't put Jillo in the forwards now though. Far out. <laughs> he, I don't think, he wouldn't even last in the wing. No, nah, he's, he's a stick.
0: He's doing those like um, like cross country marathon things. Like, like he's trying, doing a trying to uh, run eighty k's and stuff. Triathlon. Yeah, that's a full silly. one.
1: I said half. He said no, no, full.
0: Yeah, no. Nah. Sure. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm literally like for me, I like walking to the shop is enough for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mate, walking up these stairs is get good day, isn't I?
0: Yeah, it is true, it is true. Yeah. Uh, Oatsy, mate, really appreciate uh, having you on the podcast. Uh, we'll get you back at some point in time this That's year. That's right, yeah, thanks. We can uh, dish the dirt again and uh, we can um, spin a yarn. Yeah. Hopefully we can drown some bait soon.
1: Be nice to drown um, some lose bait.
0: Lose some golf balls. and some um, yesterday. And uh, <laughs> hopefully we can get some more Ws
1: on the field. Right? Yeah, that'd be good. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. it. Cheers.
0: Ah, Corey, got to love it. There's probably a few more nicknames there for Corey as well. Baby Giraffe was another one because, yeah, (laughs) yeah, when he does get into the, like he's all all arms and legs, but uh, lucky he is big enough to, to take it. Um, it was really good to catch up with him. He's been a great player for us this season so far. And I think he'll he'll continue to be one of our best players going forward throughout this year. So always good catching up with Corey.
3: Now he's going to have a lot of work uh, on the weekend. Panthers love kicking it to the corners. So I reckon he'll be under a few highballs. But he did, he did bloody well, uh, even though it was a losing game against the Warriors. He made so many metres off the ball. Um, when they were kicking it to his corners. Before we go, though, what's your prediction for the Panthers game Friday night? Well,
0: before we get into that, Chad, I just want to ask you quick, what would you rather? Would you rather catch a high ball from Nathan Cleary, who has perfected the art of the floater, or a high ball from uh, our own Adam Reynolds?
3: Oh, um, that's tough. I mean, Cleary's is quite high, but Renault's is that wobbling torp, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'd
3: probably take the high one. I'm actually not too bad under the high ball, not going to lie. I'm actually not oh, too geez. bad under the high ball.
0: <laughs> Talking yourself up. Ah, you can be the tongue and catching kick coach for the World Cup. There you go. You know
3: what? You kick me a high ball. I can catch something that's only going to be 10 meters in the air.
0: All right, we'll film it. We'll film that.
3: There's also another add a little thread before we go that we have to mention for the game this weekend, Sam, is uh, it is Panthers-Broncos, but it's also the big family battle, the Cleary's v. the Walters.
0: Yeah, the father-son combinations, and uh, it's quite funny because they all played in the halves, and uh, they're all running out in the halves this weekend, so uh, it's going to be a great little battle within the battle, uh, and hopefully um, the Walters Get on top of this battle. It's going to be another close one. I I think if we can bring energy and effort again like we did last week... Just those small little things. I, I can talk about it all day. It's it's your kick chase and your kick pressure. Uh, and I, I think what we did really well last week is we didn't give away a lot of penalties. That absolutely killed us against the Cowboys. Uh, and then I thought last week we were really good in that area. So uh, I, I think a great pass mark for the Brisbane Broncos this week is to bring that same attitude.
3: Yeah, I think it'll be good if we win. It'll be, uh, it'll be quite a shock to the Panthers as well because it's been a while since they've lost at home. So why not march down there? And smack him about a bit before coming back home.
0: It's our chance. It's our chance it's our to break chance. that rule. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll be there to break it down next week. Who will also be on the pod next week will be Billy Walters. So we'll uh, have him on the podcast to see how that battle is going, Sam. So, Can you please uh, we'll,
0: refer to him as Captain Billy Walters? Sorry.
3: Yeah, sorry. Captain Billy Walters. <laughs> we'll see you next week on the Broncos podcast.
2: Life is like a box of chocolates. Yeah. Never know what you're going to get.